Exciting edition of Eddie's 366 Movies in 366 Days Challenge. That's right, I'm your host, Eddie Monster here, and we are just rolling along. That's right. Uh, as always, if you guys want to follow us on social media, you can by doing so by clicking on any of the links that are provided in the description below. That's right. There will be a main link to visit. Uh, I believe our blog page and then a, a link to visit the X page and whatever page we may have in there from social media. We're working on a lot of different kinds of pages to have for the show. We definitely are. So stay tuned for that. All right. So with that being said, we have a special, special movie for y'all today. That's right. It came out on February 9th. But I finally got a chance to check it out. I finally took the chance, went to the movie theaters, and finally saw a movie in the theaters. It's been my first one since January 1st. So it's been a while. And I don't always have the opportunity to do so. So when the opportunity came up, you have to take it. And that is, I went and saw Lisa Frankenstein. Are you hot burning me? Lisa! Does he have more of a basketball bod or a football bod? He doesn't play sports. I tend to his grave. I talk to him. I wish I was with you. That's really weird, Lisa. You hear that? I'm sure it's the girl next door. She's very odd. Hmm. Your hand? I can't believe you're here. Do you like music? I have the cure. Ooh. Oh, not that kind of cure. <laughs> they can't make you better. I mean, they can, but like emotionally. <laughs> no, don't cry. <gasps> Your tears smell so bad. <laughs> Send it back. You need a friend. No? I love it. It's not really my style. When you're in doubt, Lisa looks good. She could probably even do pageants if she had congeniality. Your daughter is a little psycho. I owe my glorious home to an ungrateful little. Ooh. I want to help you, but Taffy says it's a waste of time to try and fix a boy. It's better just accept a guy's flaws. Oh, that's so cute. I have an idea. There are bad people out there. Come on, Lisa. It'll feel good. That hand is gonna do terrible things. I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the right You are being admitted. Inpatient. Lockdown. I could get the clink for life or the electric chair, but I don't want to die a virgin. <clears throat> you know anything about the disappearance of a student? I'm not making any more comments. You can talk to my lawyer. Really hope this goth phase ends soon. You need a friend. All right.
right, we're checking out Lisa Frankenstein, and this is the description of the film according to IMDb. Okay, it's a coming of rage love story about a teenager and her crush who happens to be a corpse. After a set of horrific circumstances brings him back to life, the two embark on a journey to find love, happiness, and a few missing body parts. Basically, how I interpreted the film, right, is the movie is all about Lisa, right, who is played by Catherine Newton. And she's basically an, a girl who's kind of introverted because of past circumstances, right? She lost her mother and was forced into a situation with a stepmother who was an absolute biatch, played by the amazing Carla Caguino. And uh, <clears throat> she kind of, you know, doesn't really know how to be who she is. And then with the help of a reanimated corpse that she wishes to be together with, played by uh, Cole Sprouse, right? Um, she kind of starts to find herself, right? And she becomes more and more extroverted as the film goes on. And it's this journey that these these two go on, you know? And he's there to, to sort of help Lisa become who Lisa ultimately was always going to be and they find love in each other and stuff like that so that's basically how i interpreted the film uh lisa frankenstein i want to be uh completely honest so number one right it's a great idea Okay, we live in a world where not a lot of great ideas are coming into Hollywood, right? We we know that they've been doing a lot of remakes and things of that nature. And, and a lot of times we don't get new and crazy ideas because sometimes during certain times Hollywood gets afraid. But number one, like I said, it's a great idea. And it, the film was written by the amazing... Diablo Cody, right? You guys may have remembered her from films such as Juno, Jennifer's Body, Tully, Young Adult, so on and so on and so forth, right? She's absolutely amazing, Diablo Cody. So Diablo Cody comes up with this amazing idea to take an old story like Frankenstein and kind of revive it, give it a different feel. And it felt so brand new. Right? It takes place in 1989. So it's the 80s. You get that 80s feel, the 80s look with all the costumes. It's great. Number two. It has an amazing soundtrack. I mean, the fact that. It has Echo and the Bunnymen and, and so much more in it. It's just, what a fantastic soundtrack. And I was like, this is probably the society I would have fit into, right? If I was in high school in 1989. I, I probably wouldn't have been a metalhead, honestly. I probably would have been um, someone that was into The Cure and Depeche and, and Echo and the Bunnymen and all that stuff. 
if I'm being, you know, perfectly, perfectly honest. So it has such an amazing soundtrack that I'm going to be looking to see if they even release it on soundtrack, you know. And one of the cool things, too, is there's, uh, it's, it, you know, could be interpreted as, as a cheesy moment maybe by some, but I thought it was actually pretty good, was this uh, moment where Lisa is sitting there and the creature is like, hey, I'm trying to prove to you that, you know, I'm, I'm more than, you know, whatever. I'm also a musician, right? And he starts playing, you know, Can't Fight This Feeling. And she sings it. And then later on they have another version that's that's piano with, an actual singer Jojo uh, performing it as well. So it's got a lot of cool, cool moments in this film as far as like, I mean, it's got the Jesus and Mary chain, Echo and the bunny men, the chameleons, uh, so on and so forth. So really, really good soundtrack. I would love to see this released on vinyl, maybe a special edition vinyl. I don't know. You know, I'm just kind of sitting there guessing a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, so that's number two. Number three, this was a film done by somebody who was obviously a cinephile, a cinema, a, a film aficionado, you know, featuring, you know, uh, odes to various, various, various films of past, present, like a trip to the moon, you know, we constantly see the poster of that of that moon that has the rocket ship uh, crashed into it, and then obviously it's used as a metaphor for sex later on. But you know, the rocket ship crashing into the moon eye that was from a trip to the moon from back in 1902. Then you get the mummy poster, the creature in the black lagoon uh, poster. You get her watching Day of the Dead. So on and so forth. So there's a lot of odes in this film. So it was made by somebody who was a film aficionado, which made it even more perfect, right? The only thing I, I kind of criticize in a way, and I can't really criticize. It's, it's, it's hard to pinpoint what I didn't like about the film. I mean, while it has all those elements that I mentioned, one, two, and three, the execution was decent. It's a decent horror comedy, right? It's not going to blow your mind with, you know, and not going to win Oscar nominations or anything of that nature. But this is definitely a movie that I could see, you know, becoming a very well-watched film even after it leaves the cinema, right? It's going to be one of those films that I think... When you see that it's on Netflix or Prime or or wherever, or if you buy it on DVD, if people still do those things, I don't even know. Uh, if you buy it digitally, it's going to be one of those things that you just you put it on, right? It's going to be your Halloween classic that maybe you play during the month of, of October, you know, maybe you play it before Valentine's Day, right? Because this could be a Valentine's Day horror film, horror comedy. And, uh, but there's just, uh, 
it just was a lot of fun. And I think that's that was what was the great point about this film was that, you know, it's original and it's just fun. Such a fun movie to watch. I wasn't bored at all during it. You know what I mean? And I enjoyed every moment of it. I didn't think it was the greatest film in the world. Like the, I don't think it's the best horror film, but it's just, it's fun. It's an honest, fun film, right? And it's crazy. I mean, him chopping, you know, spoiler alert. If you don't want to know certain details, don't continue. But I mean, him chopping a penis off, you know, and then, and then, her having to sew it on, and then he goes inside of a of a malfunctioning suntan uh, sun booth. You know those those you know when you want to like wake and bake and get some color on your skin. You know you go inside those like casket light caskets is what I call them, and uh, that's what gets his parts to work. I mean that's freaking crazy, right? And then somehow Cole Sprouse. If you see his progression, right, from the where he is in the beginning of the film to where he is in the end of the film, he almost looks normal. The only thing they don't answer is uh, at the end, you know, how is he? He doesn't speak throughout the whole film, for the, almost the whole film. But whatever, we'll suspend it. Um, I think it's got a great cast to go along with it. I mean, there's a lot of, like, Hey, you know, whatever's, but um, there's a couple moments where it's just like, I think I could have done without them, but I get it because they come back to haunt later on. Like, there's the date rapey kind of kid who um, tries to take advantage of Lisa when, when she gets drugged by accidentally at a party and uh, she remembers what he did, so... You want to touch my boob? Well, guess what? My Frankenstein needs your hand. So, touch my boob again. And then, uh, it's kind of weird. So, this is like this weird moment, right? Where she is like in love with this guy and, and kind of looking at poor creature over there and, and kind of keeps ignoring the fact that, you know, he's, like, in love with her and has been since the beginning, and she kind of said, nah, well, you know, you're, you're, nah. And then he chops a dick off, and she's like, I'm sold. Like, you did that for me? I'm sold. We're in love. Let's die together. You know, or whatever. You know, just a little weird. Just a little weird. Weird is all I'm saying. Just, you know. But, hey, whatever. I'm not going to judge. Uh, again, I think it's just uh, a really fun movie. That's all I'm going to say. You know, when you want me to describe it, it's a fun movie. Just just go and watch it. You know what I mean? You're not going to regret it. Catherine Newton's great. Cole Sprouse is great. Carla Guino's great. Even the dad from Stranger Things is great. You know, he's in this movie. You know, Joey Harris, she's good. She plays a good bitch. Just a good movie. So check it out. It's in theaters right now. Obviously, I don't know how much longer it's going to be in in the theaters. But if you do get a chance to watch it on the big screen, do yourself a favor. Do so. Almost, you know, 
because you're going to have fun with it. Because for me, it was either I was going to watch Lisa Frankenstein or I was going to watch something else. Oh, Madam Web. That's what it was. It was either that or I was going to check out Madam Web. And Madam Web had gotten such terrible reviews that I was like, I think I'm going to pass on Madam Web and uh, check out Lisa Frankenstein. A, fr- a good friend of mine was like, really fun movie. And it is. Just totally fun. So I'm going to give this film an A- minus for a final grade because it's just fun. It's just fun from beginning to end. Check it out. Do yourself a favor and go and watch it. I'll see you guys tomorrow.